Hey there! If you're an analytical type, this video is definitely for you. Okay, um, now what I mean by analytical types, uh, if you are someone who processes patterns and you apply logical reasoning really well, um, you work very well with structure and um, um, principles. Um, again, you notice like patterns, you can kind of like connect the dots between patterns, right? Um, this is very different. Okay, being analytical is very different from having a monkey mind. You can be analytical and have a monkey mind, monkey brain, or um, be very scattered. Um, uh, or you may not be very analytical, but can also have that monkey mind, monkey brain, or scattered you know, mind. But today, this video is really for um, those who are the analytical sorts, okay? And in fact, um, when you're at your best, okay, um, you're the, you know, it's the opposite of having a monkey brain or mind for you. It's, you know, you can be really, really focused. You have the ability to um, zoom into the details, but also zoom out to kind of see the bigger picture and the wider patterns between things. If you're a mentor, coach, trainer, yogi or healer and you sense there is more to your path and this universe for you to discover and you don't want to wait until you cross over to the other side to find out the answers then you're in the right place using your intuition doesn't have to be vague inconsistent draining or filled with uncertainty you don't need to be born in a family of psychics you don't need crystals, pendulums, oracle cards, or years of meditation. What you need is a practical, structured methodology to access, understand, and use your natural, intuitive gift. I'm Desiree, a self-taught intuitive, and I've spent more than a decade helping purpose-driven souls heal karmic and ancestral patterns through various spiritual wellness therapies. I'm on a mission to help you align with your highest calling by mastering your soul's intelligence. And in this podcast, I will share how. What are the top mistakes that analytical people um, make? Now, I am um, very analytical myself. <gasps> Uh, highly, highly analytical. Um, I am in my head a lot. Um, I see patterns in everything. <laughs> um, and so it's this is not just based on my experience, but based on working with tons of analytical clients um, and um, you know even soul intelligence students, students that go through the intuition program, right? Um, and the first thing, the first mistake that I see is that they um, believe that they need to turn off this analytical brain or mind um, completely when, um, you know, when you are receiving intuitively or you get an intuitive sense, um, perhaps, you know, you have an important decision to make and you um, yeah, get a sense of, you know, which direction to go or what might be best for you. Um, you know, what happens is you think, oh, it, well, first of all, what happens is that analytical side of you might come in and it might be like, you know, might start weighing the pros and cons. You may start kind of 
um, trying to figure out, you know, how that is even sensible or not, um, trying to rationalize it. Um, and when you can't, right, then you may start to kind of reject or um, resist, <laughs> um, you know, going in that direction. Okay, because it doesn't make sense or doesn't make sense yet. Okay, um, and see, the, the thing about using your intuition when you're an analytical type is, now, this, this is the misconception. Like, you don't need to turn off your analytical brain or mind completely um, or even permanently, right? Um, the analytical side of us is really, really useful, Okay, and I mean, just this ability to be able to process data and information in a critical manner, um, apply this kind of logical reasoning to to that data and to what you receive. Um, this is like, this is a skill, right? Um, it's a form of IQ or intelligence. Okay, so no, you don't need to turn it off completely, right? And you don't need to turn it off permanently either. Right. Think about it this way. OK, when you are like the different stages. Right. And so when you're actually gathering data, you don't apply logical reasoning and um, draw conclusions, make assumptions um, or, um, you know, judge the data that you're receiving. Right. That kind of comes later. Right. So when you're actually gathering data, um, the data gathering stage is not the time to draw a conclusion. It's not the time to determine your hypothesis of what it all means. And especially when you haven't fully gathered all of that data, right? Because it may be just like a piece of the puzzle or you're still in the midst of um, receiving that data, gathering that data, right? Um, and so what you can do, right, to put aside that um, analysis temporarily is... Um, to focus on your senses, okay? So, you know, um, it is our conscious minds um, and just think of it as that part of you that wants to analyze everything right away, right? You can analyze it later and like, you know, if you're going to make a decision and you want to, um, you know, use that skill, right? You can apply it to the data, but later, right? Because what happens is if you're in the midst of receiving and gathering this data intuitively and you start analyzing it right away, right? It's like, um, how do you say, you're kind of uh, interrupting that data gathering process, okay? So um, what you can do is focus on your senses, okay? Um, so focus on, you know, um, you see our intuition is actually processed through our unconscious, Okay, and, and this is also when our, how do you say this, like our conscious minds and our brains process logic, right? Um, but our unconscious processes uh, meanings through metaphors, through, um, you know, what you receive through the senses, what you see, you know, hear, feel, touch, sense, um, and... And so focus on that, right? And, you know, again, you know, what we resist persists. So instead of rejecting your so-called analytical side and, you know, throwing all logic out of the window, 
just put it aside temporarily and you don't even need to consciously put that aside. You can, um, but if that makes it even worse, then simply focus and redirect your attention to what you're receiving through your senses. Okay. Um, now, the second mistake that I see is, um, especially with analytical types, is that when it comes to intuition, now think about it this way, like if you're analytical, you probably have, like you probably work really well with structure, okay, in your life. Um, you probably work really well with, you know, things being like practical and um, yeah, okay. Uh, so it need like it doesn't need to be any different when it comes to something as magical as intuition, Okay, um, and so the mistake that I see is that analytical people um, who don't have that structure in place, okay, um, and a kind of method, methodology, something that will help you um, obtain or produce consistent results, okay, um, and that can help provide you, let's say, an avenue um, for like practical practical application. Okay, um, if you lack that, right, you may actually again um, have this um, belief that you know your intuition's broken, you're blocked, or that you know someone else is just more intuitive than you, or like you're analytical, so you know, this, this, you're just like not good at this, right? But we're all born with the same um, gift, right? This divine connection is um, something that we all have, right? And you probably know this by now, right? Um, and so, no, your intuition is not broken. It's about learning how to use it, having a methodology to use it in, um, in a way that works for you, um, having, you know, Having a way to, like, a structured methodology and a way to practically apply what you receive, okay? Um, and that's uh, probably what's missing, okay? And that's probably the mistake that you, you are um, making. Uh, and think about it this way. I mean, like, with any skill in life, it's, yes, okay, some of us are more talented in certain things than others or have a certain um, affinity for certain things than others. That's true. Uh, but uh, very often, the you know, w w when you look at someone who's really talented in something or really skilled in something, um, they didn't get there by having talent alone. <laughs> okay? Um, and for like, talent is not enough to kind of take you all the way okay um and there's usually an investment of time and effort and energy and money and training and practice right um and the thing i can tell you for sure is you know in the soul intelligence program this intuition program that um i teach like uh there is a distinct um, what is the word, like direct relative impact on how much someone practices, 
okay, versus someone like, like and, and the results that they receive, okay, the results that they um, achieve. Okay, so like I could put two different students together um, side by side and one may come into the program saying, well, I'm not, you know, I, I don't think I'm that intuitive. I'm somewhat intuitive, but it's kind of like um, random, right? Um, and or I don't know what I'm feeling or sensing and so on. Um, and someone else may come in like, yeah, I'm really intuitive. I'm really connected. Um, and the first student... And I see this again and again, uh, by the end of the program or even the middle of the program, they, their kind of skills, how keen and sharp and clear they are, right, can surpass the second student um, purely based on how much they want it, um, how much practice they actually put in, um, how much they really invest in honing the skill. This episode is brought to you by the Soul Intelligence Intuition Programme. The program is for wellness practitioners to develop a reliable divine connection they can authentically trust and to understand intuitive messages clearly by becoming intuitive readers. Application opens only a few times a year to a select few, so if you want to be among the first to be notified, Get yourself on the waitlist now by visiting www.soulintelligence.sg. Sometimes people say, I think we are all kind of guilty of this, like, oh, how nice if we could do this or we could be good in that, right? Uh, but when it comes down to it, like, how much are you really, um, how much do you, like, how much do you really want it that you're willing to actually invest in and commit right dedicate yourself to um like attaining or achieving the result that you want right and that needs to be like congruent right so if you're like oh i want to be like the best in this thing but i only want to you know give like five minutes of my time 10 minutes of my time or maybe just spend like one weekend learning it well that's indirect relationship like it's a direct um you know that that's a direct kind of impact that has a direct impact on um the results that you can achieve as well right um and really like you know what kind of i think it goes back to then um you know your why as they say right i mean what kind of impact does this skill having the skill really have on all the other areas of your life, all the other kind of investments that you'll ever make in life, all the other decisions and choices that you will make, um, you know, moving forward, right? Like there's often a real like ripple effect um, to anything that we learn and train in or decide to pick up, right? So, yeah. Um, okay, so the third like mistake that um, I see right, among analytical, analytical types, is that, um, you know, sometimes being in your head a lot, it, it's, I'd say, like, <laughs> uh, very often those who lean towards um, introversion, okay, nothing to do with sociability. Um, if you are a so-called true introvert, you understand this. <laughs> uh, you may be very sociable, but um, still introverted, which means you process um, the world um, 
internally, right? And so if you process the world more internally um, and you lean towards being slightly more introverted, um, there, you know, it might be very tempting and comfortable to be working solo and working alone, okay? Um, but this is a mistake because it's, I mean, there's so many, you know, benefits to working with others, but um, at least when it comes to honing your intuition, like working with someone else, okay, a peer, someone that, excuse me, someone that you can practice with, like it's one of the best ways okay, to gather proof, okay, to gather that data and that measurable proof to track your success, right? When it comes to intuition, this is really important because, again, you need to satisfy your logical mind, right? Don't reject it, satisfy it instead. And proof Gathering evidence is one way, it's a huge way into satisfying it and building authentic trust, right? And so I've said, you know, many times, like, we don't trust just because we tell ourselves, just trust, just do it, right? That's a very masculine energy approach. And for some of us, maybe you're like, okay, just do it. Okay, fine. You can push through it. Just trust, right? But when it doesn't make logical sense, I mean, you need to understand that, like, our analytical minds and our logical side uh, selves, like, it's here to protect us too, right? Protect us from making, doing something stupid, obviously, right? <laughs> um, and so it has its place. And this is why, you know, um, we don't reject it or push it away completely or permanently. Like, we use it, we work with it. Um, and, um, yeah, and working with others, practicing with other people who are like-minded, um, who are all, you know, desiring to build this skill. Um, and when you can kind of measure your, um, uh, results, okay, and gather this proof, right? So we, you know, in the program, we start working with our peers first. So, uh, the others in class, um, and, you know, First of all, it's it's all done in a very uh, in, in a guided manner. Okay, so having that um, professional guidance is also really important. So you know if you're on track or not, and you know um, what you're doing or not. You know um, whether your expectations are like um, too low or too high, right? And um, yeah, and so you start working first with peers. Okay, and then you start you know. Students are encouraged to really um, reach out um, and start providing readings for others, right? Um, volunteers or um, volunteers and so on, right? And that's actually what's going to help you build the proof, build um, that evidence. Um, because if, you know, you're using intuition and you are connecting, um, you know, maybe you have a method already, okay, um, and you use it, um, you may or may not be, you know, getting consistent results with that, right? But if you're only working solo, how do you know? Like, we all in life need some kind of um, feedback um, to grow, right? Uh, and, you know, no man is an island, as they say. Um, uh, and so, yes, it's... And, and really to build that authentic 
trust, right? We require that track record. We we require, um, you know, that evidence, so to speak, right? Um, And so even when you talk to people who are like, yeah, I just trust your intuition, you know, you just go with it, flow with it. Um, They are at a stage where they can just trust. And that's usually because they have that prior experience of proof that it worked it helped them when they let go and trusted um, things worked out for them okay Um, but things don't always work in a linear way and so when it doesn't turn out the the, maybe you take a risk right and you trust it um, you know like yeah and it doesn't turn out the way that like maybe three times uh, out of three times one time it did another two times it didn't you know that's data that you are unconsciously recording. It's like, yeah, well, it's hit or miss. It's not always, you know, reliable. So how can I rely on it, right? So the way to actually um, build a reliable intuition um, and that authentic trust, okay, it's the same as, you know, a friendship, a relationship, a friend that you have, um, you know, people that, come in your you know people that come into your lives like trust is built again this is you know like a common um phrase right um trust is built right it's not like a given um and so and when it comes to intuition this is how you build trust right so it's it's like if you had that friend or partner and they consistently show up right um, they, you know, when they say they're going to be there, they're there, you know, they say they're going to help you with something, they help you, um, and they're, you know, they, they are dependable and reliable. They prove to be reliable and dependable. Um, that's how you build up trust in them, right? It's the same thing with intuition. <laughs> um, and the way to build up that authentic trust, the not just just trust, is to build that proof. And one of the best ways is to work with others. Okay. So, um, let's see. So if there are no questions, um, you know, if this is something that calls you, if you feel like it's time, right? If you are, Tired of trying to figure things out on your own. Tired of having like your intuition work for you in random ways. Like sometimes you can really connect very well. And other times it's like, oh, you're not sure, you know, um, and you feel like, you know, your logical self like gets in the way too much. Okay. Um, And you want to learn a methodology. Okay. Um, Or you have a methodology, but again, it doesn't deliver you consistent results. Okay, or you've tried to figure it out on your own and you've kind of come back to the same place. <gasps> um, yeah, um, or even if it's just that you want to work with like-minded um, in a guided way, you want that structure and practical application or to learn how to practically apply what we receive intuitively. Um send me a direct message, okay, um, and, you know, you can book a call with me, um, we'll figure out together if 
the Soul Intelligence Program is the right step for you or not. This all depends on where you are um, on your spiritual journey. All right. Thank you very much and see you soon. Whether you are on your commute, walking your dog, running errands, or just pottering around the house, I am so grateful that you're taking the time to tune in. Now, if you're curious about what goes on behind the scenes, I am on Instagram as well. And if you have any questions about this episode, feel free to send me a direct message there. Now, if you found this podcast helpful, please share it with a friend and hit the subscribe button.